Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Remember what we said yesterday. The anointing is capable of putting you upon the mountain and causes people to come to you. Don't ever allow any form of unbelief based on what you see, hear, feel, taste. Know that the word of God is true. Know that the, the word of God cannot be felt. Faith cannot be felt. I move by the word of God. I move by knowledge, not by sight. Okay? Knowledge in the word of God is actually called faith. So I believe in who the word of God is to me. Say, I respond to the word. I respond to the word. Now we are climbing slowly. The first day, the first day we, first night we looked at um, renewing your mind. Second day we look at what is in you and where you also live. And tonight I'm going to talk to you about faith. So I'm talking to you about wandering hearts and the rest of God. Wandering, W-A-N-D-E-R. Wandering, like walking around. Just walking anyhow. <laughs> so wandering. Wandering hearts and the rest of God. The rest of God. Wandering hearts and the rest of God. Say wandering hearts. Wandering and the rest of God. Okay. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Tonight, I'm going to open up faith for you. And then we'll read all the translations. We'll read King James, we'll read NLT, we'll read TPT. I want you to pay close attention. You yourself, you will find things for yourself. Okay? All right. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. If you want to be a mathematician, what you see is that now faith equals substance, the substance of things hoped for. That's what faith is. Okay? Faith is. Faith is. Faith is. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Remember, the just shall live by faith. Your whole essence of life is faith. From faith to faith. So you need to understand which walk God says you should walk. Otherwise, you can't walk in it. Okay? And he even said that without that faith, you can't please him. So we need to understand. The subject of faith is very important for everybody to understand. So the Bible says that now faith is, not would be, not process. It is. Faith is the substance 
of things hoped for. Faith doesn't depend on any other extra to perform. Faith depends on one to perform the word. Because it doesn't even come except by the word. It won't even come. <laughs> That's the whole point. There's no faith without the word. Thank you. There's no faith without the word. Say, there's no faith without the word. Now, the Bible is saying that this faith, it is, if you want to define, if you want to know what faith is, the Bible says it is the substance. It is the substance. In other words, the value. It is the value of things you hope for. So you see, in your, in your heart, you are hoping for something. But the Bible says that faith is a value of that thing. I am hoping, but I have the value. Can you see that? You know you go to the bank and they give you a substance of your bank balance on paper. Can you see that? Yes, you just give them a paper, your account number and then they tear a paper and then they write $7,774. Yes. Now when you hold that thing, your money is not in your pocket. It is not in your wallet. It is somewhere. You hope to get your money. But they have given you a substance. Once you see it, imagine your balance is $7.00. 11 cents. Immediately, you fold the paper and you, you do this. <laughs> Correct? Because you have no substance. But if it is 1 million, you say, please, can I have a checkbook? Yeah. Why? The hope is this substance. Because I have this, I can cash out. Can you see that? So you see, I know you have hope. But you cannot cash out the hope is the substance you have. That is why nothing matters in life when you have faith. Not even money, not gold, not silver. See, the, what, actually, what actually brought God's riches of salvation to you was nothing but faith, not money. Look at the, 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 the sorcerer, Simeon. When Paul and the rest have prayed over them and baptized them, and they saw the power, what did he say? When they saw God's power, the riches of his power, healing men, raising men, doing magic things, he said, take money so you can give us some of this. What did, what did, is it Paul? Peter. Paul, right? Paul said, who told you? That the gift of God can be purchased with money. Which means that money is incomparable when it comes to spiritual things. Money doesn't run. It doesn't measure. It is only by faith. I love what he said. He said, repent. That perhaps I mean, the guy got born again, not, on, not from a good conscience. He got born again because of what he saw. So his heart was not changed. So far, he became born again. But the Bible says, and when Simon saw that through the hands on, on the apostles, through the laying, hand, laying on of apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost, he, the Holy Ghost, God himself, God himself was given. He offered them money, saying, give me also this power. 
This what? Power. Your faith is the substance. It is the value of things. So what does it mean? If I want this microphone, it's hope, right? I don't have it now. But I can place a substance on this microphone. You get it now? If I want an iPad, I place a substance on this. If I want your shoe, I place a substance. It means that that which you give me this shoe is beyond money. So even though I don't have money to get this one, I just know there's something beyond money. The reason why there can be a shift between your faith and unbelief is the presence of money. You see, when you have cash in your pocket, your language is different. And your boast is different. But when the money begins to go away, your cry is different. But faith is standard. Faith is um, it is fixed. Faith can handle everything. Of course, there are, there, are, there are different kinds of faith for every purpose. Okay? The faith you use to receive this is not the faith for salvation. The faith I use to receive a microphone is not the same faith I use to receive this thing. Can you see that? What I mean is that faith is one, but its functions are different in terms of application. Because faith exists, but I use it in, a, in an area where I really need something. I will explain. If I need health or healing for my body, I use faith from the word of God on health. If I exercise my faith on health, it's not bringing me cash. But it is faith. Are you seeing it? If it is cash that I want, I exercise faith from the word of God for cash. So it is faith, but its release is different. Learn to put substance on things you hope for. You enter into rest. You worry because you think there's another kind of substance. You see, faith deals majorly with what we call the riches. When Jesus was talking about mammon and God, he said that if you are little, if you are faithful in little, you'll be faithful what? In much. And he said that if you are not faithful in little, he said, who will trust unto you? The what? The true riches. What are the true riches? The true riches are the things of the spirit. So if you can't handle money, which is seen and spent, if you cannot be faithful with that one, which is seen, you cannot be faithful. You can't have faith for healing. It, it will not be work. The thing you are seeing, you, your faith is not working in anything. How much more than one you are not seeing? Can you see it? Uh-huh. Look, faith is real. Faith is real. Trust me. Faith is so real. If you don't understand it, you can't use it. Do you know in the life of a Christian, there are a lot of things you ought to do and receive by faith than money? It is our substance. 
Look at the centurion who came to Jesus. Jesus didn't go to his house. But the guy was dying. But Jesus said, there's no such a man in the whole of Jerusalem with such great faith. That guy's faith produced healing for the boy. Can you see that? That is the substance. What does it mean? Faith is capable of turning away death. Money can never turn away death. If money can turn away death, a lot of presidents, a lot of rich people will never die. It's only poor people that are going to die. But faith is the substance. It is the substance. The highest value anyone can have in this life is faith. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily, surely, amen, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Go on. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. He's talking about the men of faith. Go on. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He said all this is because of what? Faith. What was he trying to say? There are a lot of Israelites who might die and go to hell because they still not believe in Jesus. But there are many outside who believe by faith and they enter into the kingdom. That's what Jesus is trying to say here. The whole thing he's talking about was because of faith. Go on. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self-same hour. So faith has the ability to produce results when it is well expressed and it is well released. And it happens at the self-same hour. <laughs> Can you see that? What it means is that faith already has the solution to the thing. If it is not well released, or it is not released, it will not work. That's what I'm saying. There is, there is, every solution in this life is resident in you. Every solution is resident in you. But it is, it is dished out in portions called faith. Portions called faith. 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 Are you getting it? All right. Go back to Hebrews. He said, now faith is. So I'm saying if you're a mathematician, you say now faith equals substance of things hoped for. Then he said, the evidence of things not seen. The evidence of things not seen. Now you can see here, look at hope for. Not things not seen. They look equal. They look similar. Hope is not seen. But what is not seen is received or it is measured by substance. Can you see that? Now, the first one, substance, is measurement. Okay? Then the second one says the evidence of things not seen. 
Now, in the definition, he didn't say that now faith is the subject of things so for all. Or the evidence of things not seen. He didn't say that. Yes, and neither did he say end. He said now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Come on. There. Which means that this is a continuation of this. In the measurement of the hope, there is a production of evidence. Can you see that? In the measurement of hope. So you see, I'm looking for this microphone. Charlie, I put a measure on it. As you put a measure on it, in your spirit, you receive the evidence. <laughs> what is the evidence? The victory note? The peace? The witness. I heard a story of um, Prophet Hubert Angel. When they were giving birth to his firstborn, the son, the one who is a prophet now. In the UK, all the doctors, the doctors came to his house. A couple of doctors and nurses, they carried their tools and everything. They came to the house and said, we did the test on your child and your child is going to come out with Down syndrome. So sick. I told you, Down syndrome is not from God. So they came to the house to come and give that news. Now, that news would develop faith. Because that is how faith comes by messages, by words, by writings. That's how faith comes. <laughs> so they would have, the family would have developed faith awaiting a Down syndrome child. And they will have nothing but that. So the husband said, you know what? Lock me in this room for two weeks. Don't open, even when I knock before two weeks. No food, no water. Because sometimes this kind will not go except by prayer and by fasting. Prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and with God in the room for two weeks. No food, no water. And then he came out. Immediately he stepped out. He said, now I feel peace in my spirit. But you know what? I still want to continue praying. So prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And look at what happened. When she was in labor, they went to the hospital. The doctors were ready for the baby because they knew what kind they were expecting. You see, that was their hope. That was their hope. They knew what they were expecting. So they had already put things in place. Some nurses were there. They were just waiting for the baby to come out. Then they rushed you know, and do whatever surgery and stuff they want to do, just so they can, because his survivor perhaps was 50-50. She pushed the baby out. They put him there. They did all their checks. The baby was more than alive. Their expectation is not working. They were shocked. All the doctors were shocked. Like, what? If the father had not, if the parents had believed the doctor's report, it would have been another kind of faith. And they would have seen the results of their believing. Can you see that? So faith is the evidence. So what? If I want something, I put a measurement on it. And you see, and the measurement, the rate of your measurement should come from the measurement of the word. How real is this? 
that I'm looking for. The word shows you. That's how salvation is. That's like before somebody receives salvation by faith, we tell them of righteousness. We tell them of God's glory. We tell them of life. We tell them of a lot of things. That's the measurement. But telling them that does not give them salvation until they believe with their heart. Even that one does not do the thing until they begin to say it. Then the Bible says they are catapulted into salvation. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. What actually I'll be talking to you about tonight is actually unbelief. But I want to start from here because I'm talking about the wandering of the heart. The wandering of the heart. Say, now faith is. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The of things Say now faith is. Now faith is. Faith is. Faith is. Faith is. Faith is. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. All of us have hope of things. But hope will never come alive until you give it a substance. Once you give it a substance, you have an evidence. Hope is not seen. Show, any other, show NLT. And then we'll look at Amplified and TPT. Look at it. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. That's what faith does. It shows the reality. That, that's the that's a substance. The measure. Yeah. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. How many of you hope for a car? You can put substance on it. Then when you keep saying it, and you keep saying it, I have a car, I have a car, you get the evidence. Yeah, you get the evidence. Now, when you get the evidence, in the Greek, they explain it as you have a title deed. A title deed. That the thing is yours, sealed and signed. Your name, boom, on it. Nobody can take it away from you. Now, if I hope for a car, okay, I haven't seen the car. Can you see that? Uh -huh. So, hope is unseen. Hope is unseen. Hope is something that is unseen. Okay? Uh -huh. So, I'm just trying to tell you that the first statement and the second one are equal. In fact, the hope is the same thing that has been said in down there we cannot see but the two major things that are important is the substance of what you can see and the evidence of what you cannot see so the point is that i cannot see but there is a measure to it there is there's a substance to it and there is an evidence to that thing which i cannot see can you see that You, want to be, you, are, you say you're a rich man. And I ask you, how rich are you? You must have a measure, substance. Can you see that? Yes, because saying you are rich, somebody is rich by a thousand Ghana CD more. And somebody is rich by a million dollars. That is why you can't ask God for something you have no substance of. Even you, when some people ask you things without substance, you get angry. Because you have no idea what exactly you mean. 
And I always use the TV, for example. If I go to a TV shop, my hope is to get a TV. And I say, I get that, I'm like, please, I want a TV. Then they bring that huge hunchback TV. Is that radio? It's TV. But because you have some kind of evidence inside, you refuse that. So you tell them, no, no, I'm not looking for this one. Then they're like, ah, then what kind of TV are you looking for? He said, okay, I'm, I'm looking for TV. It doesn't have back. Like, I'm looking, it has a slim. Then they bring you a 32 inch or 18 inch like laptop monitor. Why? No, 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 that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for one like, which, you see, you are describing the thing, which means you have some evidence there. The reason why you are rejecting these ones is because you have an evidence. And you have a substance. Now they bring the one you're looking for. And once your eyes see the thing, you're like, yes, this one. Can you see that? Yeah. So what, do you, what does it mean? Substance and evidence going hand in hand. Substance. Faith is an amazing thing. Understand it and you, you know, you will never belittle anything you are looking for. When you use faith, you will never belittle anything you are looking for. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay, let's look at verse 1 in another translation in maybe TPT or Amplified. Verse 1. Now faith is the assurance. The confirmation. Look at the next one. The what? Title, title. title deed. If you bought a land before, you know what title deed is. Once you have a title deed, not even the government can take a land from you. The title deed is the proof that if you go to heaven and go and visit hell and come back, the thing is mine. Now, until you get a title deed over a land, somebody can take it from you. Okay? Yes, Alright. Now, God is saying that faith, your faith is a title deed. It means that whatever I express my faith on is mine. It is mine and nobody can take it from me. Hmm. He said, it is the title deed of the things we hope for. Being what? The proof of things we do not see. I haven't seen, but I have a, I have a proof. The reason why you say you have a big car, that's your substance. That's your title deed. Can you see that? Yes, sir. And the conviction, that's the evidence. Conviction of the reality. So you put a measure on the thing, you put substance on the thing, and you are convinced about it. You are convinced that you have it. Even when you are playing, you say it. So you feel like somebody is even taking it from you. It's mine. You say, what's the thing? You say, I have it. <laughs> is that faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses? That's another thing. That's why I began telling you about the senses. Because faith has nothing to do with your senses. Which means that what I claim I have, I don't feel it. 
What I claim I have, I don't see it. What I claim I have, I don't taste it. What I claim I have, I don't smell it. I have. The Bible is saying that it is not, it is a fact, real fact, which is not revealed to the senses. That is how come if you walk in the flesh, you will never walk by faith. Because the flesh is the realm of the senses. So in the flesh, you can never say you have. You say, I hope for. And I told you as believers, the only thing we hope for is the coming of Jesus. <laughs> That's the only hope. We hope for the coming of Jesus. <laughs> oh, mama, mama, mama. Can you see this? Yes, sir. If this is your phone, if I express my faith, title deed. If I can convince myself, it's mine. You can be having it, but don't worry, it will land in my room. Do, do, do you understand that? You are holding it to, but the owner. <laughs> I'm the owner. I'm the original owner. You can keep it for a year or two. It will land in my room. That is faith, my friend. That is faith. That is faith. The reason why it is so and it is beautiful is because when you exercise faith, it doesn't mean you exercise faith, no, then the thing land. What is important is that you lay hold as a title deed. That's all. Ah, if I have a land in Sunyani, am I in Sunyani? But I have a title deed over it. I can decide not to go there for the next 10 years. It is still mine. People can go and encroach it and start building around it. Once I take my documentation to the court, the original, they give me, I'm the original owner. Are you listening? It does not appeal or it is not revealed to the senses. Note it. That's one basic, uh, major thing you need to know. Hmm. Okay, I believe. He, why? Senses. Because the way you are feeling the thing looks like it's not going that way. Do you know what's happening to you? Your heart is about to wander. <laughs> I will show you what God says about people who have wonders. You'll be amazed. Do you know what he calls them? Say, I believe all things. I believe all things. Okay. Now, let's go on to verse 2. You can choose any of the translations. Let's see what faith did. For by faith, trust, and holy favor, born of faith, <laughs> the men of old, and divine, had divine testimony born to them and obtained good report. So faith produces two things to them. Faith produced testimony and it produced good report. Faith produces, I tell you. Faith will give you a testimony. Faith will give you a testimony. And faith will give you a good report. So you can't just be saying, I have good report. You must have been exercising faith to be saying you have a good report. In fact, you don't even need to say you have a good report. You know why? Because faith produces it. <laughs> faith produces the thing. 
So if you hear me say, Charlie, your good report is I'm saying, Charlie, start act on faith. Are you looking for a testimony? You are not receiving a testimony because somebody shared his or her testimony. You are receiving a testimony because faith gave you. Faith gave you two things. So there are two <laughs> major gifts of faith. Testimony and good report. Do you want a good report about your life? Live by faith. Do you want a good report about your business? Faith. Do you want a good testimony about you? Faith. Faith, faith produces it. He said that people of old, they had, now their testimony is divine. Divine. Divine has something to do with divinity. Which means it was a testimony that God gave. When God gives you a testimony, everybody will accept you. <laughs> Say, I have a divine testimony. And I have a good report. Because of faith. See, there's something that the word of God can work out for you. Eh? Yeah. So that you can hear somebody's testimony. You'll be like, Charlie, this testimony. Start the journey of faith. You hear that testimony, not for you to be envious or jealous. You hear that testimony to stir you to up. For your faith to also begin to start walking. Because you see, you think you receive that person's same testimony. That's your problem. For all you know, what is stored up within your faith is three times, five times bigger than what you had. But you are not unleashing your faith. Okay? So what does, what does faith have? Divine testimony and... Let's see this in another translation. NLT and uh, maybe TPT, quickly. Through faith, the people in the days of old, they earned a good reputation. So faith gives a good reputation. Huh? You never understand reputation until you want you are, you are climbing higher in life. Then they start looking at your reputation. If you are low, low, nobody checks reputation. Nobody checks reputation. You are coming to become an MP and a, 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 a president. They start looking at your reputation. They start digging down. They start digging down your reputation. What kind of reputation do you have? But you see, there is one kind of reputation that can surpass all reputations. And that reputation is the reputation of God. Yes, I might have lived a crazy life and it looked like nothing would come out. Nobody. There's a guy, a story I heard of a guy that went to jail. Charlie, the guy killed men. He went to jail for 20 years in America. And then the church, his people started praying for him. So some way, somehow, amnesty. So he came out. When he came out, you know, in America, documentations and everything, you know, is linked. Yes. So, Charlie, you are in jail. Everybody knows. You take a Now, this guy couldn't get a job. He takes his application anywhere, and then they will look into the system, and they're like, no, no, he's an ex-convict. Yeah. Nobody wants him. And they check, and he's there. So, if you are a prisoner, they put, say, Alex, you didn't give him the food. You didn't give her the watch. You didn't give the okra. You didn't do. So, oh, these are your charges. That's why you are in jail. You see, everybody that passes can tell what you did. 
Now, when you serve your sentence in full, okay, Kula, it is finished. Tetelestai. That's paid in full. They stamp it or they cross it that all have been paid in full by serving jail term. You get it now? So the same thing, so the same way, in America, this guy's, the reason for his imprisonment was there. So no job wanted to, no company wanted to give him a job to do. Then they entered into prayer. You know what he said? He prayed and said, Jesus, I know you are eternally eternal. You can go back to my past and wipe off these things that I did. Jesus did it. He had a dream and he found himself gone back to when the murders and everything happened. Jesus was there. And when he wanted to kill them or murder them, he would not be able to do. He went to the court in the dream. Jesus was there and he wiped off every accusation. Everything. Now, when he rose up, he now went to find another job. He confessed before they went onto the computer. They said, he said, I'm an ex-convict. So they went into the computer and when they look into the computer and they type his name, there was nothing. No record about him. Do you know they traced back to the court? When they look, went to the court, they type his name. There was no nothing. Jesus cleaned it. Jesus cleaned it. I thought a message like that. Timeless God. The timeless God. Go listen, go and listen. Amazing message. Because sometimes your conscience is filled with the past. Jesus can go there and clean it. Jesus can go there and clean it. He can go. He can go to the very day. Clean it. Hallelujah. See, now, do you know what Jesus has done for the guy? He has given the guy a new reputation. So what was he was He was employed. He started gaining more money than even the people that were there. He had tattoos over him. He has everything like how he used to be. That's what Jesus looked at. Jesus gave him a good reputation. Because the guy believed that Jesus could, that was faith. That Jesus could go back to his past and clean it. And Jesus did it. I don't care what past you have. That has been haunting you. Believe that Jesus can clean it up. There are some mistakes you did along the way. Jesus can go back to that past and clean it up. But when God gave Joseph a reputation, when God gave Daniel a reputation, he wasn't a national of that country. He wasn't a citizen. If you check Joseph's lifestyle, he was from the prison. If you check Daniel's life, Daniel's reputation, he was a slave. Slaves don't become kings. Slaves don't become president in somebody's land. But when God gives you a reputation, it surpasses all reputations. Say, I have a good reputation. By faith in Jesus. Are you with me? Catch these things all. Show another translation. This testimony of faith is what the previous generation were commended for. So faith causes you to be commended, praised, 
praised. Yeah. Faith causes you to be commended or be praised. Hmm. Okay. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors. Set them above the crowd. Faith will distinguish you. And faith will set you above the crowd. Are we learning tonight? Do you want to be set apart or be different from the rest? Faith. 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 Faith would distinguish you. Faith would distinguish you. Say, faith is distinguishing me. Say, faith is distinguishing me. Faith is setting me above the crowd. Above the crowd. In the name of Jesus. I'm teaching you what to be saying. Faith, faith is distinguishing me. Or you can even say, I am distinguished by faith. I am distinguished by faith. I am set above the crowd by faith. Keep saying these things. You will see what will happen to you. To say them is actually faith. <laughs> you see, to say them is actually faith because you believe. Now, go back to King James. Do verse 3 and then for all translations. Then I can move deeper. Oh, see what faith can do. Look at what we've learned on faith. Yeah. Faith is the distinguishing factor. Not whom you know. Yeah, did you hear that? I said the guy that Jesus cleaned his past. He was he had tattoo all over, earrings and his hair. But faith distinguished him. Now, according to the story, he became the highest paid man in the company. <laughs> Do you know what? When they type this information and they, they, print, they were printing the thing, when they print, they get white paper. Yeah, clean. Ah, so they printed over and over, over and over, and there was no information. You don't know this God. So when the Bible says that, for he abolished every handwriting against us. There's nothing against you. Yeah. Look at it. Through faith, we understand that the world, the world actually means the aeons. <laughs> Today we are in one aeon. There's coming another age, another aeon. They are aeons. And the Bible says that through faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Please keep this one. I'm going to show you that this is how God talks. And recently he taught me how to heal by speaking in a particular way. Like this. He said, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Live like this. You always want to see things from things which are already in existence. That's not how God works. Now, look at the first one. Through faith, we understand. So through faith, we just understand. We don't need to see the beginnings of the creation. Through faith, we understand. Why? Through the substance, we understand. Through the evidence, we understand. That's what it means. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Now, he used the word understand, which means that your understanding has laid hold on the title deed. So you just know 
that God, God created this. Through faith, I understand that the worlds were made by the word of God. So he just gave you a clue of what the word is able to do. Create. So there is a kind of faith which gives understanding. There's a kind of faith which gives understanding to things that are created. You see, you can see a miracle that you might never believe. In fact, recently I saw one video, a cripple. He, he was so crippled, like from infancy. His leg was like this thick, this one. And a minister was on the stage and he was calling the name of Jesus and he was talking about preaching salvation. And the guy was, was shaking, shaking, and, and he got up. I never believed the guy could walk on that leg. After a few years, now he was standing on the stage healing other people. There was a young man called, a musician called Keith Green. 20, he died at 27. The guy produces songs he doesn't sell. He says, go to the shop. Any amount of money, just pick one and go home. And he does crusades. He plays the keyboard and he's singing. And I hear cripples. Everybody will be hearing cracking sounds. The legs are being fixed. And they get up. They get up. That's what I'm saying. Some of these things, you will never. It might be difficult for you to believe. It might be difficult for you to believe. But you see, faith gives you an understanding to know that this is possible. Are you listening? Faith gives you some kind of understanding and that's how Bishop Idaoza, that was the kind of understanding he had. His understanding is not like your understanding. He had a gift of faith. And that understanding tells him that a plane can return when he orders it. Somebody drove to his house and then I don't know if he had an issue with Idaoza. He was in the US. And then they called him. He said, the car will not move until I return from the U.S. The car couldn't, couldn't spark and leave. I hear the day he landed. That's when the guy came. He said, you can take the car. And the guy sparked. And the car. So if he was in the U.S. for like 40 days, the car was there for 40 days. You see, there is a kind of understanding. I'm saying this so that it can help you in your pronouncement of things. If you say, sit in the name of Jesus, you have some understanding. Faith gives some understand that once you have said sit, he cannot rise. Yes. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So through faith, we understand. In other words, the understanding came through faith. Are you getting it? The understanding came through faith. That the world were framed. Tell they were framed. This is when I got to know the word of God has hands. Because it is hands we used to frame. So the word of God framed the eons. So when you stick to the word of God by faith, you see, the reason why we pray after the word of God is because you receive some faith. But that faith must give you understanding of the matter. Instead of saying, get out, you push it down. It, it must come with understanding. I can just do this for your pain to go. And I can ask you to clap your hands. Yes, it is similar to workings of miracles, but it comes by understanding. You know, faith gives you understanding. That was the understanding that gave Peter 
to Peter when he prayed for the man at the beautiful gate. He, he said, rise up. Rise up. The question is, who gave him understanding? Faith gives you understanding. And I pray that as you go by faith and you live by faith, may faith give you an understanding. Remember, this understanding distinguishes you. Because faith has a distinguishing effect. So the understanding faith gives me, it distinguishes me. Are you listening? Yes, sir. I love this. I love this. Okay, now let's go on. Okay. So this faith, one man of God said when he was growing in the Lord, he prayed that faith to come to him. Because he was sharing stories of faith. He prayed, he prayed. And he thought one day as he is there, faith will come and hit him. <laughs> then he will feel like, go la ba ba ba, faith has come. And he said he waited and uh, nothing came. So he was reading the Bible one day and he found Romans 10, 17. Then he saw that faith cometh by hearing. Ah! So it doesn't come by prayer. Oh! It comes by hearing. Faith doesn't come by prayer. We pray because of faith. We don't pray to have faith. We pray because we have faith. <laughs> That's the difference. So the Bible says the only way faith comes, because faith has to come. And the only way faith comes is by what? By hearing. By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. I did a little research and I found out that Paul used this, this statement, faith comes by hearing, because in those times, majority of them couldn't read. So they get to know things when they are told. You get it? Yes. Uh, they, they can't read themselves. So they can only get to know things when they hear. So Paul was telling them that faith cometh by hearing. Then he said, what you are hearing is not important as to the message you are hearing. So that's what he means. So you are hearing, but what will bring the faith is the message of God. You, you get it? Now, here, this kind of faith is not just a general faith. This is the faith of salvation. Because it's coming from 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, right? So salvation. Then he said, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So salvation matter. Go on, 11. For the scripture said, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall we call upon him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they not hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Kerukhs. And as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report? Then there were 70. So, so then faith, the faith they need to be saved. It cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So this kind of faith is the faith of salvation. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Yeah. 
is the faith for salvation. So the purpose of this hearing, what they are hearing, is the message. Let me explain. Look at it. He says, so then faith cometh, and hearing, by hearing, and hearing by the word. So you must hear something before faith comes. But he's saying what you are hearing must contain something. He said it must be the word of God. So when you check this in the, in the Amplified, he says it must be, the, the, what you are hearing, the message you are hearing must be the message of Christ. Salvation. You, you see? Uh-huh. He said, and what is heard comes by preaching of the message that came from the lips of Christ the Messiah himself. And the message of Christ brings the message of salvation. Can you see that? Yes, uh-huh. So he said that, that's why I said that when Hubert Angels, the doctors came to his house, they said something he heard. But what did he hear? Down syndrome. That was the message. That was the message in the hearing. Are, are you getting it? So nobody can be saved except they hear. The, they are hearing you know, but until they hear the message of Jesus in the hearing, no salvation. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.